Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Okay, testing one, two, just making sure you can see me and hear me okay. Welcome to another Monday Guitar Motivation. I hope you're doing great. I'm certainly feeling a lot better, which is good. I was struggling with a cold for a little while, but definitely feeling better now. I was going to let you know too, if you are on Facebook and you want your name and stuff to pop up so you don't have putting your name in there so I know who you are, there's a link I just put in the chat there that you can click on and that way it'll enable it so I can see your little picture and I can see your name and everything like that. I see Ryan is here, Arno is here, Peter is here, how you doing bud? Johnny is here from Florida, very cool. It says Joe from Florida, so how you doing Joe? Very nice. Datewalker is here, Stein time, that's right. I'm looking over here because I can see the chats over here a little bit easier on my other screen. Wozes is here. I'm not sure if that's how you say your name. Rito is here. Mike is here. New Beat is here. Monty. Scotty is here. Very nice. Dave, how you doing, bud? DF is here. Hanzo is here. RT, let's see. Doyla, Mad Dog is here. Man, there's all kinds of people here already, which is just great. So what we're going to do today is I'm going to show you something. I was talking to a friend of mine and we were going through this song and I thought, man, it'd be a really great thing to talk about for a Monday guitar motivation if you're trying to learn how to pick and things like that. So what we were doing is a song called Love Is On The Way by Saigon Kick. You might love the song, you might not love the song. The point is, is it makes for a really great little finger exercise in multiple different facets. So that's what I wanted to talk about today is just show you a little bit of this song talk about the picking, talk about the movement, and see if it's something that might help you a little bit in your playing. Brian is here. Hello, Brian. Kelly is here. Marcel is from the Netherlands. I'm glad you're here. Wesley, Regnus, Chris, Artie, Alan, Michael. Thank you, everybody. Man, there's already almost 300 people in here, so thank you so much for being with me. I appreciate that. So let's go ahead and get started again. I don't want to waste too much of your time. I know it's a Monday. Everybody's got stuff going on, but let me just play a little bit of this and see if you recognize this, okay? That's probably enough to get me blocked on YouTube, but at least it shows you what the song is. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about that a little bit. Now, Monday Guitar Motivation, from a while back, I showed you how to play... Uh message in a Bottle. If you weren't around for that one, that one's available for you. But what I love about teaching Message in a Bottle by the police is that you learn how to do this spread fingering. You learn how to do this spread fingering where you're doing four, six, and eight. So I'm on the fifth string, the fourth string, and the third string. Now I'm using my first finger, my middle finger, and my pinky. Some people will use their first finger, their third finger, and their pinky this way, kind of like you're playing a power chord. For me, because my fingers are smaller, it's way easier for me to use my middle finger, but listen, the most important thing is what works best for you, and you have to explore these and figure it out. So with this song, we're using that same shape. We would call this, 
and add nine, what we're doing there. So in this case, I'm on the C sharp, and I'm playing a power chord. So it'd be like a C sharp five with this added nine. Now we are gonna be using these open strings though, so we're gonna be using the B and the E as well. So what I'm doing here to play this song, is I'm playing this fourth fret, sixth fret, eighth fret, and then I'm gonna play zero, zero. So I'm going, and then I'm just gonna travel back up the guitar this way. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight notes. So the first thing you wanna do is just get used to making this shape, if you've never done this before, getting comfortable with this, what we call a spread fingering, which is basically a whole step in between, or two frets in between each one of my fingers. So four, six, and eighth frets. Okay, in order to do that, you have to make sure that your wrist is down a little bit, maybe even turned inward like this a little bit. I always tell people like when you play guitar sometimes, you almost have to think about putting your elbows together like this because these shorter fingers here need to be able to reach. And if you're holding a steering wheel like this, these fingers are down here. So if you try and make that in this angle, you'll notice my pinky is way down here. It's gonna be really tough to reach. But if I can turn under, again, turning like this, bringing my elbow in, it's bringing these littler fingers higher up so I can reach further, you see? So that's kind of the trick. Then what you're gonna do is you're gonna get used to just picking through toward the floor and then back up again. Just like that. And you can do just that pattern over and over and over. Now what I'm doing there is I'm picking the entire thing down. I'm not alternate picking or anything, but the very last note, the first string, I always wind up playing that with an up strum. I think that's just a thing for me. It doesn't mean anything necessarily to anybody else. When I get to the bottom, of almost any pattern that I play, I have a tendency of playing that as an up, and it kind of just sends the whole thing up. Now, that doesn't really mean anything because the rest of the notes afterward are still using down picking. Like that. So I'm going down, 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 up, down, down, down. But that's what works for me, okay? So I'll give you this angle again. Right there. Okay, then what you're gonna do is take this same shape, but we're gonna move over to the fifth fret of the sixth string and we're gonna play five, seven, and nine. And we're just going to play those notes. So we have. Now there's two things I wanna show you about this though. Number one is when I get going on this pattern, at some point, I need to shift over here. Now, what I want you to be aware of, and you're gonna see a little bit more of this as we keep going, but you don't have to take the entire chordal shape and shift it over right away. You might just move that first finger into position and then trail those other two fingers as you go because you're not strumming it as a chord anyway. So the first note that you need to pick when you shift is this five up here. So even if these two aren't in position yet, it's not going to affect it adversely because you're picking them independently anyway. So as I shift over, see I can build the chord. Now that doesn't mean you can't move the whole thing in one motion. It might sound a little bit 
separated. Like what I'm trying to do mostly is as I'm playing this, I'm trying to make sure that all the notes are continuous. They just flow into each other, kind of like on a piano. If you were holding the sustain pedal down and you were playing. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far and you're getting motivated to take your guitar playing to the next level. Please do me a favor and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help the show grow and reach more rock stars like you who want to improve their guitar playing. Also, I'd love to know what parts of the episode you liked as well as what you learned. So please share this podcast and tag us at guitarzoom.com on your social post. And now let's get back to the podcast. So I don't really want this. And again, I'm not saying you're going to get this, but let me just show you kind of an example here. Like, I don't want that big pause there. So what I really want to do is the rest of the chord continue ringing out as I'm shifting into that. Now, right here, I'm playing that five, seven, nine. And then what I'm going to do to repeat again, I've got two more notes I have to add. I'm going to pluck this ninth fret of the fourth string, and then I'm going to pluck it again open. Now that note sounds kind of awkward on its own, but that's what we're doing. And what that zero on the fourth string is allowing us to do is get our hand back while that zero was ringing and start all over again. And again, I don't have to have the whole chord built and I probably don't even want it. All I need to do is get that one back there. Now again, if you want to lay the whole chord down, it's not going to affect, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. So you've got a few things, that's what I think is so cool about this song, is you've got a few things that you can build out. Just that picking pattern over this C-sharp add nine, if you will. Just building that out, making that comfortable for yourself. And again, don't worry about how fast you go, worry about how clean it sounds and how even it sounds. How does your picking sound? How's the dynamics of your pick, right, when you play each note? How even is everything? Are all the notes clean? nice and slow it's okay but then as you start trying to shift understand that when you get done here somebody's got to get over to that five right to play and then build that out and then we have that zero that brings us back around I always show like let's see how does that go again Like that song, Kryptonite, if you remember that song. It uses an open string. And then an open string here to allow you to move those chords around. So it's intentional, even if the writer wasn't thinking of it that way. As a guitar player, it's nice to have those open strings. To allow you to be able to shift as you play. Or... So like uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Again, you've got that open string that allows you to do that shifting, which is really important. So we see that in this song as well.
okay? So learning how to play that beginning is really the most important thing here. Now I am gonna show you the other parts just because we're talking about the song. And if you like the song, I'll give you the parts anyway. But that's the part I want you to focus on the most. Now, the next part, the chorus of the song, uses an E chord, which uses six strings, and then a series of fifth string chords, B major, C sharp minor, and then A sus two. Now the point is all three of those chords are built off the fifth string, so they have five capable strings. The E chord has six capable strings, so what do we do? Well, let me play it for you first, and then let's talk about it. So this is the chorus. Let's see. There it is. So the beginning of what's happening is we're taking this E chord here, and we're skipping the fifth string to make this full pattern. Now again, if you were playing this live or something, would it hurt if you hit that fifth string? Of course not. But the pattern really is just six, four, three, two, one. Because we don't need all six strings. And then when it moves to the B, now we've got a situation where we're not using all those strings. We're only using the middle four strings. Those four strings. So what guitar player is doing here is playing so we're playing a sus4, and then we're going back. And I'm doing a pull-off right there. Okay. I guess you wouldn't have to, you could pick those. It depends on what feels good to you. I'm not sure if it was a pull-off on the song or actual picked, I'm not sure. What I'm playing here is fourth string, third string, second string, then I'm playing that pinky, and then I'm taking the pinky off. And then I'm just traveling back up again. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight notes. So I'm ending on the root again. So I've got to play that root note twice. And then it moves to the C sharp minor. And here we're just going to flow through all five strings. And we move down to the A sus two, which is an A chord without the second string note. It's again, that just flowing through all five strings. there. So I've got this one where I'm skipping the fifth string. I've got this one where I'm adding that sus in there, whether or not you're doing it as a pull-off or whether or not you're picking it. And then C sharp minor all the way through. And then A sus two all the way through. Okay. And again, that's all fine. But the point is the beginning of the song is the most important thing, really trying to get comfortable with that spread fingering, getting all the notes to sound good, and shifting, moving between the chords, and then using that open to allow you to get back again. Now, I'm just gonna make sure everybody's kinda got this. Jeff is here, Peter, hey everybody. I just wanna go through these real quick, make sure this is making sense to everybody. Cool, Brian is here, it says good evening. Carlos is here from Germany, Frank from Mexico. Just making sure everybody's cool. What song is this? It's called Love Is On The Way by Saigon Kick. That's the name of the song. Saigon Kick has a bunch of really great music out there. If you've never heard the album The Lizard before, it is worth listening to. Kind of like Extreme, the band Extreme, they have this really famous ballad, which is great, but they have a bunch of really great music that is not this ballad. So if you've never listened to Saigon Kick before, it's definitely worth listening to. 
Shady says love is on the way. You're right. So hopefully that makes sense to everybody. I see we have good morning and good evening. Everybody from around the world is all over the place here. So thank you so much for joining me. Again, I don't want to take too much of your time. So remember, you can watch this video again on YouTube or Facebook or wherever. If you thought I was going a little too fast and you need to watch it again, it's going to be available to you, okay? So do me a favor. If you get some time and you're interested in checking out guitar lessons that I offer, or guitar content, I should say, head over to GuitarZoom.com. There's probably a link in the description somewhere that you can click on. You can check out what I have to offer for guitar stuff. Otherwise, the most important thing, stay positive, keep practicing, and hopefully this gives you something for the week to work on. So share it with somebody. If you've got somebody that you can think of that would benefit from something like this, keep all of us playing. That's the most important thing, all right? So take care. If you enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn guitar even faster, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button to get access to courses that are right for your interest and skill level. Again, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button.